Self-sabotage is a real thing, and uh, there's a lot of reasons behind why we do it. Uh, interestingly enough, the two that come to mind are the most often, and, and they make the most sense once I dive into it. So today, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about some self-sabotage. All right, so sabotage. This is something interesting. I, I just got a conversation, just had a conversation with a client um, where she was really struggling with like what to do and and like she she's joined me maybe two weeks ago and uh, not actually I don't even think two weeks ago um actually it is two weeks ago and uh, she's like hey I just got frustrated and gave up and I don't know why I keep doing this I do it all the freaking time and just it's a frustrating thing because I know a lot of people run into self-sabotage and uh, there's two main things that it drives from uh, that, that I know of now there's probably more and again I'm not some psychologist I'm not claiming to be I'm not claiming to be some therapist uh, or anything like that but I know that I need to drive human behavior towards their goals and so I've done a little bit of research I've been playing the game for a while and it boils down to usually one of these two things first one is that um, especially right now where uh, it feels good to be right we sometimes would rather be right than be happy. And so what I mean by that is uh, that, that we will do things that would make us right, that put ahead of us our happiness. So an example, uh, in, in this individual's case, she, uh, she says she can't get under X weight. We'll say it's it's not this, but let's say it's 200 pounds. Okay, let's just say that's the number. It's like, there's no way, every time I try to lose weight, I cannot get under 200 pounds, no matter what I do. So that's a belief uh, that is instilled in her brain that is saying that this is true. And so what happens instinctively is because we believe that to be true so much is that in order for us to remain, for that to remain true, we have to do things either consciously or subconsciously that make it true. So what happened? Well, uh, when she reached 180 pounds and she was quote unquote or 200 pounds rather, when she was stuck there uh, at that weight, she would do things if she started falling off the plan. She did not work out. And then she did not uh, uh, track her food over the weekend. And then when she hopped on the scale on Monday, it said 200 pounds again. And she's like, oh, see, like I even when I try, I don't do it. Well, she actually wasn't trying. She was just proving herself right. And by proving herself quote unquote right, um, she's sacrificing her happiness. And so with this, that's key. And if you're facing number one is you need to choose what makes you happy versus what makes you right. And this happens in a lot of places too, especially in the political climate. People would rather be right than get what they want. And so set your ego aside and let yourself be happy versus what you want, what you think is right. That's number one. Okay, number one. Number two, this is a big one, is that with this, when it comes to like wanting to be right, we also have a little bit of level of certainty, right? Like we like to be in, in a, I think Tim, uh, t- Tony Robbins talks about this um, as one of our essential needs is to, be, to have certainty and also to have uncertainty. Um, but the level of certainty that we have about our body is so high that we'd rather be, again, somewhat right 
and certain that no matter what we do, we are not going to get over this. And that means good and bad that we quote unquote try hard to lose weight, but never works. Um, those things, it's a level of certainty to know that, hey, I'm going to be here and I know here and I know what this feels like. And I'm certain that I'll wake up in the morning and I'll have this pain and I'll experience this um, issue and I'll have to take these medications and all these. But I know it's not going to get worse than that. That's the thought, right? That there's some level of certainty and there's potential later for there to be a problem. But today, right now, there's nothing. So we have that piece as well. Now, bonus one, okay, because I know I said two, but here's a bonus one. And this is one that I have problems with personally when it comes to sabotage seriously, is that the pain of getting the goal in the moment and having what I want feels worse than what I have right now. And this kind of stems from a little bit of uncertainty, but also past experience of of reaching goals. So um, when it comes to uh, a good example of me growing my business to beyond what it is now, I've had, if you guys aren't familiar, I had a business that had 200 something members in it. Um, We were doing very, very well, full-time staff. It was insane. It was really cool. But when I had those things, I also was super fat. I also had a really rocky relationship with my wife. And I like had a really big fear of my kids not wanting to hang out with me because um, I wasn't spending time with them or what I felt like wasn't good time with them. So I will do things, and I had done things in the past to bottleneck myself to not grow so that I do not have to experience that pain. Although the growth that I would get would bring me closer to my goals and and ultimately free up a lot of things that I have problems with now that would create more time with my family, right? Like if I had, if I had more clients that generate enough revenue, I could hire a coach to help like with the clients, right? Like, so it actually is a win, but in the moment when I get into those places, the pain of Working harder means more hours away from my family, which means more hours away from them loving me being loved in my head and more hours of me not exercising which and, and eating right, which means I'm going to get fat, right? That That's the truth. So um, the thought is the pain of getting there feels worse than the pain of not. And what you do with that and how, how I overcome that, and because it, it's a battle still, because like it's a, hey, it's a really deep rooted behavior that I have. So what I do is I literally write down and I, I've, I've written down or said or did a video or used different softwares that I use that I have to write down, hey, what are the things that will happen when I do this? Blah, 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 that are positive. What are the things that are potentially negatives that are going to happen with this? Blah, 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 blah. How am I going to mitigate the negatives as much as I can? Because I can look on paper now and see the positives outweigh the negatives. Literally, there's like for every two positives, there's one negative. So at least outweighs that by that much. How can I mitigate the negatives even more? And then I just do those things. So anyway, that's it for me. There's three things you can do to overcome self-sabotage of your results, whether it be in fitness and business and life and whatever. And you're worth it. At the end of the day, you need to remember that you are worth it. You have value and your goals are important. And so for you to continue to sabotage yourself is you're, you're putting a putting a shade on a light that you shine in the world, honestly. So get your goals, nail those things. Talk to you soon. Bye.